Welcome to Small Business Minutes. We will learn to survive, adapt, and thrive. Welcome to our Business GPS podcast series. In this series, we will discuss business navigation topics. Those are starting a new business, purchasing an existing business, growing your thriving business, headwinds that ultimately come and how to deal with them, succession and succession planning, and the sale of a business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode in our Business GPS series. This episode is on growing your business. As I've given some thought as to how to approach this topic, I was thinking that there are occasions when growth occurs, when it's unanticipated or unplanned. And this podcast is not about that. I may speak about that in the following episode, which has to do with headwinds and dealing with challenges. This episode is more about planning for future growth. So there are various ways that a business can grow. Depending on the size of the business, a business can grow through acquisition, through growing market share, through just growing their top line revenue, which may come from one of those other ideas or from price increases. So planned growth requires very similar planning to what you do when you want to start a business. In the first episode in our business GPS series was on starting a business. And in that episode, I discussed all of the planning that goes into starting a business. Very similarly, planning to grow a business has very identical steps that need to be taken for planned growth. You may not want to rewrite your business plan, but certainly you want to cover the major points that would be contained in a business plan for growing your business. For example, if you're going to acquire another business, a competitor, or a business in an allied service or product, that would be strategically important. That business would have that business would have a plan, um, a valuation, probably, and of course you would be looking at that valuation and going over all of the details, how how the acquisition would occur, how it's financed, are there savings that can be enjoyed from the merger or combination of the two businesses? All of those points would need to be thought about planned for. If you were going to grow your business by gaining market share, that would probably be more associated with a marketing plan, which you may have created when you started the business and modified as time passed. But if the initiative is more rapid growth or targets of growth, a plan would help you meet those goals. You would want to either engage someone if you don't have the internal talent 
to expand um, your market share. But there are lots of things that would go into that plan. How long is it going to take to execute? Will you need additional staff? Will you need to price the product or service differently? Will you use an online approach or a print approach or some other way of getting your message across about your business? Certainly, revenue growth can be attained by price increases. Those, of course, could be limited based on where you're located uh, geographically, the economic uh, condition of um, where you're, you know, where you're ge- geographically located. It could be limited by your competition. They may be offering the same service for a lower price. And certainly you would need to consider all those things. Once you've decided how you're going to grow, the next thing that needs to be considered is <clears throat> how will you pay for that growth? There's basically three ways that growth gets funded. Internal financing is one that would come from the profits of the existing business or the anticipated profits of the growth plan. Many times the profit funding may not work out in the beginning because the timing of the execution of the plan and when you start to realize profits from um, the implementation of the plan. And so many times you'll need another mechanism to fund the growth. Two other ways, typically, that growth gets funded is other debt borrowing uh, to fund the growth and or capital infusion from the owners. With debt funding, it's important to know that and to build into your plan and your cash flow projections, the repayment of that debt. And with your borrowing request, your lender will definitely want to see that information. And sometimes there's a hybrid of um, several of those methods for paying for growth. It is important that you take the time to think about those things and how much you will need to fund that growth. And over what time period will you expect to receive a return on that amount invested or borrowed? Many times these plans, uh, they may be unrealistic. It is important if you have partners that you get honest feedback. If you don't, probably your best source of honest feedback, if you were going to be borrowing money, would be your bank. And of course, in some cases, it would be someone like us, your accounting firm, who would be able to take a look at your assumptions, your returns, your cash flow, and give solid feedback. Get clarity. Clarity is Molinari Oswald's small and medium-sized business, all-inclusive services platform. Business is our business. We want to help you be successful. If the pandemic made anything more clear, it was that businesses had to have up-to-date, accurate information. Those that did were able to make quick decisions, whether that was applying for PPP funds or determining they qualified for other grants and credits. First and foremost, we feel the best way we can help you be successful is to be your bookkeeper. 
that will ensure records are up to date, reconciled and accurate. Next, we will be your tax compliance department. Payroll, sales, income and other taxes will be filed timely and accurately. Lastly, we will be your business coach. We will meet with you on a frequency you decide to discuss any and all business questions. We will dissect your financial data and make suggestions. No surprises when it comes to income taxes. We will prepare projections and plan so April 15th is just another day. All of this is included in one monthly fee. One bill, no surprises. If you're interested, fill out a contact form on our website or call our office at 610-871-6700 and someone will get back to you as soon as possible. Some of the things that I think you need to pay attention to as you formulate the plan and as you implement the plan is establishing certain benchmarks that will tell you um, quickly, hopefully, and give you good feedback to know how successful your plan is. I think one key indicator in business generally, and one that uh, in this case would be even more important, is your gross margin. Your gross margin is um, the sale price less the cost to deliver the product or service that you're selling. The margin amount is what's left to pay for all your other costs. Overhead is typically what that expense total is referred to. And in your growth plans, if your margins are expected to be the same, or let's say you were willing to take a lower margin to achieve market share, that would need to be factored into your plan because it's possible that to execute the plan, you might need to spend more on overhead, more staffing, consultants, advertising, marketing costs, presuming that the service or product that you're selling, uh, you have a good handle on what it costs um, to deliver that. And that's probably the most important thing. That's what generates your margin. That's probably the most important thing to focus on generally in business, but also when you're trying to execute a growth plan is what is the cost to deliver this product or service? You have to know that because built into your projections and your plan is I'm selling the product for a certain amount of money and this is what my cost is. And the profit from the sale of that product or service is the key component for your projections and determining also how successful or unsuccessful the growth plan is. Once you've determined your product cost or your service cost, you will build a cash flow projection based on your targets, your growth targets. It's important to know if you're selling your product on credit, you need to think about how long it will take to get paid for your product or service. It's possible that you would sell a product and not get paid for 45 days, depending on who the customer is. That needs to be thought about as you build your growth projections. If you listen to the first episode, many of the things I'm saying here sound very similar, as I stated earlier, to the things you need to consider when starting a business. And so really a growth plan is 
starting your business and taking it to the next level, which requires basically all of the same things that starting a business from scratch requires. And so consider those things as you look at planning for growth in your business. I want to say that in my years of working with clients and experience that not all growth is good growth because when you grow, it adds layers of responsibility, possibly more employees, maybe another location. All of those things add more responsibility and require more oversight. And so the growth plan needs to be successful, needs to look like it's going to be successful in your plan. Otherwise, it really, the effort that it takes to execute it versus the return probably won't be worth it because you'll be adding layers to your business. And the thing I want to mention here is that in a small business environment, you're typically not scaling your business like a huge company that either has the capital or um, the backing to fund and scale a plan. So they are building in additional management staff and all the things that that go into something like that, maybe additional um, computer requirements, application requirements, custom programming, whatever. All of those things cost resources and also take time. And in a small business environment, when it may just be several owners and you have a plan to grow, that typically is going to fall. Uh, The implementation, the oversight, the accountability, the uh, adding employees and managing the employees and making sure that the plan is executed properly, that's going to fall on the owners. And so any plan for growth, that needs to be considered because more than likely the owner or owners is giving up something, not just their, their finances, but possibly some of their personal life, their time, their, their, all the things that are required to do this. And so that's not a financial measure, of course, but it certainly is something to consider when you are looking at implementing a growth plan for your business. So to summarize, for planned growth, you need a plan. And planning is very similar to the planning process when you start a business. And then that plan needs to be monitored. In closing, again, I just want to say the most important thing, if you don't take anything else out of this uh, podcast, the most important thing for you to know is how much does my service or product cost? Everything turns on that computation, and you should spend as much time as needed to know that answer. Thank you again for listening, and want to just wish you well. Remember, we all start small. This podcast is sponsored by the accounting firm of Molinari Oswald, located in Center Valley, PA, serving small businesses globally. If you love this podcast, please subscribe and tell a friend. Thank you.